I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Mumbai, India, although he didn't necessarily grow up there originally. He works for Rapid Circle as a cloud consultant, awarded his first MVP in 2021. So brand new, so exciting. He's a Power Automate super user, blogger, and speaker, has a YouTube as well. You can check out his blog at clavenfernandez.wordpress.com. Claven, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a great opportunity, and most importantly, nice meeting you. You too. I'm, uh, I'm excited about having you on the show, and and tell me, tell me, where do you originate from? Because I take it it's not Mumbai. Yes, I originate from Goa, India, which is a small little state. The world knows Goa, but still I'll try to go ahead and tell you the best part of Goa is the people. The first, the people, and then the beaches, okay? So anytime you come to India or plan a travel to India, you don't ask me where to go because there's one place. Call me, come to my place. I will show you Goa and I can just imagine you and me maybe sitting on the beach gazing at the sea and ha- sipping our beers. Nice. Oh man, that sounds good. That sounds that sounds great. One of one of my one of my good friends is from Goa. Um she she worked at a company I was at in in Australia and um yeah, she encouraged me to go to Portugal because I understand was it Portuguese that originally came to Goa? Yes, Portuguese actually ruled Goa. We were under their uh, rulership and like we were their slaves, but they left back a rich culture, uh, which we go ahead and represent right now. So Goa has got beautiful beaches, churches, and the rich culture. That's why I always say, if you come to Goa, the best thing that you can do is contact me. I can show you around. I can show you the real Goa, and then you will enjoy more. I've I've got to get there. I, I've not done any um i've flown over india but i've never landed in india and i absolutely need to um because i have so many people recommend that it's it's such an incredible country to visit tell me family food and fun what do they mean to you all the stuff you do when you're not doing things uh you know your skill your technical area what do you do outside that so i live in mumbai with my wife a one-year-old child who does not let me sleep a lot at night and with my parents. Uh, I don't like to go ahead and eat outside food. I like to cook my own food. Uh, when I say I like to eat, cook my own food, the best dish that I cook was chicken kafriyal, which is again a Goan dish originated maybe from Portugal. 
other than that i have a bullet that is a royal enfield i like to ride i don't like to drive that, it's a different feeling altogether when you ride a bike rather than sitting in an ac car so i like to ride and it's not particularly like i ride to go to ride on a specific location i would say i just pick up my bike and just go just go and at some place i stop i say yeah that's enough and take a u turn and come back other than that i also like to see football on my weekends and just stay back laid back on my couch enjoy my football enjoy my beer and maybe just enjoy my own food nice i love it i i love your energy this is so cool this is so cool tell tell me how did you get into tech then how did you how did, how did technology get onto your landscape so first and foremost i graduated as an it engineer from mumbai university and i was searching around for the job i still remember my first interview where i went prepared for exchange but when i went there they said clevin there's no opportunity in exchange will you be okay with sharepoint and i was like oh, sharepoint what is that and that role was a sharepoint administration support role so i started my career as a sharepoint admin for maybe 6 to 8 months what i was doing is i was looking at server looking after servers backing up the logs patching the servers creating new sharepoint environments etc etc but that thing was not something that i liked to be very honest because i felt that it's repetitive and sometimes it got boring then fortunately the whole world got migrated to the cloud there came sharepoint online when came sharepoint online there was not much to do with sharepoint administration so i was going to lose my job i guess at that point of time but luckily uh, i got introduced to some good people and they introduced me to sharepoint designer workflows and infopath when i say that that was the first thing that actually i felt powerful at that point of time because i was feeling like a developer the person who is actually doing administration if you give him something where you can create things so what i did is that the first project i helped someone go ahead and resolve their infopath problems next project i got to create infopath forms so i was talking to people getting their requirements creating infopath forms automating processes using sharepoint designer workflow and then slowly and steadily i got introduced to third party platforms such as nintex k2 and i started exploring them and then in 2018 i got introduced to power platform where all the developers were thinking what happens to their job i my eyes were glittering you can say when i was looking at the conference so people said so i knew what i had to do next because it was clear power apps was the successor of infopath because microsoft had announced the retirement and when it comes to if you're doing workflows you know the next thing is power automate or so called flow at that point of time so immediately peep and it was a new technology so it was new to everyone right and for me i had got an experience with infopath and with sharepoint designer workflows so it was easy for me to convert those infopath forms to power apps and those sharepoint designer workflows to power automate i started doing the plumbing job with power automate and tak 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 within few minutes i was able to create things and my god my boss was also impressed and yeah that's how i entered the tech world wow 
Wow, that's that's so interesting in that journey. And it's been a while since I've heard the word infopath, but you're so right. You know, with the retirement of that and Power Apps coming on, it really uh, took things in a new direction. So you've been on it for that whole journey, which is great. It means that, you know, uh, you're the guru, right? You're, you've are you been around as long as the technology, which, which is fantastic. And obviously why you're an MVP. What area do you focus on now in in the Microsoft technology stack? So um, what do you feel like, you know, um, you have like your deep expertise? Is it in a particular technology area? I would say Power Platform, mostly Power Apps and Power Automate. As of now, I'm focusing on so-called fusion development. As you, One thing that I like is talking to people. And when I talk to people, I get their requirements. And Sometimes, yeah, Power Automate and Power Apps is powerful. But when you club it with Azure, it becomes more and more powerful. So I'm lucky enough right now to go ahead and talk with my friend, developer friend, who can go ahead and educate me on Fusion development, help me write some lines of code and create magic. I call it magic because something that's not possible out of the box, we do magic. And that's what I'm focusing on right now, Power Platform. I like it. Tell me a bit about Fusion Teams. So when I say about Fusion Teams, there's just one developer, right? We have a group of like eight Power Platform guys and one developer. Because most of the stuff is done by citizen developers. When I say professional developers, it's just one person who we go to, who guides us, who gives us code snippets. He tells us, okay, if you need this, do this and do that. He's just guiding us. And that's where Fusion Development stands out. With Fusion Development, as of now, I have created few PCF, that is Power Apps components, as well as uh, the connectors. The connector that I worked previously was related to a product named as Mohimbi, uh, where they had their SOAP API being deployed on a, on a server. And we had to go ahead and build a wrapper around it. Now, when you say SOAP API to a citizen developer, he'll say, my God, what is this? Because a SOAP envelope can be intimidating at times. So we created a wrapper using Azure Functions. I actually did a demo a week back about it. And then we deployed it. Now, why did we do that? Because Mohimbi already has a REST API, but people are sometimes do not want their data to go anywhere in the cloud. That's why even SharePoint servers are still there, right? And that is the reason we did this thing for them. That is created a wrapper around the SOAP API, which is hosted on their own server. And then they convert files into PDF, watermark, et cetera, et cetera. Nice, nice. Tell me, you know, last year you became an MVP. How did that come about for you? What was, you know, where did it really start? Where did you desire... You know, did you want to become an MVP? Did you start researching? And then how did you ultimately end up becoming an MVP? Who nominated you and and uh, and got you in the program? Okay, first and foremost, the person who nominated me is Yash Agarwal. So he is a, one of the best MVPs that I have met, full of energy, full of innovation, and most importantly, a very good person. Okay, so Yash Agarwal nominated me. But one thing that I can tell you, I never chased the MVP award. I never went ahead and did research before I was nominated as an MVP. And when I started my journey, I started my blog around five years from now, where I used to blog and I used to do TechNet at that point of time, right? Uh, so 
what happened, the first forum that I landed on was not a Microsoft forum, was the Nintex forum for workflows, as I told you. So in the Nintex forum, I went ahead and created, I gave a few examples, I helped the community, and there is where I started my journey. Then slowly, steadily, I started blogging. And then two years back, I was introduced to Power Automate community where I started answering questions. Now, when I say community, community is a very big word. For me, I always like to go ahead and interact with people and understand their problems. And that is why I think I have got around 250 solutions already in the Power Automate community. Because whenever I talk to someone, I always say to them, when you tell me something, tell me open-heartedly. Because once you tell me your problem is now mine, I'm going to take it as my own problem and I'm going to try to give you the best solution as possible. Sometimes if I don't know, I will still go ahead and ask someone else and go ahead and try to get a resolution for you. So if you see, I also lead a tech support team for Mohimbi Limited. So whenever a customer comes to me, I always tell them, sit back, relax, just go ahead and tell me the problem. And once you tell me your problem is now mine, I'll try to resolve it and don't worry about it. I like it. I like it. So keep continue on. Tell me about how you know how you ultimately got to the MVP. Then you got your nomination. Yes, once I got my nomination, I started contributing more and more, first and foremost, and then I started my YouTube channel, and then I started also creating, getting more speaking opportunities. To be honest, back then I was getting less speaking opportunities. I still remember the days where I used to check each and every day my sessionized profile. Is it selected? Is it selected? And maybe like five days back, uh, it got rejected. Something like that came in. As of now, I'm getting more speaking opportunities. So that is good. So speaking to people, trying to resolve their problems. And I told you, I never chased the award. It just came to me. Uh, Yash Agarwal went ahead and saw me in the community. He said that you're doing good work. And if you go ahead and become an MVP, I'm sure that you will help other people. So that is what I'm trying to do right now. That is so good. So good. I love it. Since becoming an MVP, has it? Uh, what's the impact been for you, your career? Uh, what did you find out that you didn't know before? So first and foremost, I get more speaking opportunities. If you're an MVP, you get, get better exposure. People know you. People go ahead and walk, come to you and ask you what, what help they need. So that's the first thing that has gone ahead and impacted me in my MVP career. The next thing that I can say is that direct interaction with the product group. It's very good to go ahead and understand how the product works from inside. If you think about Power Platform, it's usually drag and drop things, right? And if something does not work, it becomes very difficult for you to go ahead and try to find a solution unless you do fusion development. But when you have somebody like a program team behind you the platform team, you can go ahead and approach them and they will go ahead and help you out when you're in trouble. So that's something very good of becoming an MVP. And other than that, if you are an MVP, the learning continues. I like to learn new things. So you get a lot of learning things, um, for example, Pluralsight, etc. And that's where I like the MVP program. So, so what are you learning at the moment? What's your focus? What, what, you know, if you look at 2022, what's your, what are the key new skills that you're planning on picking up? So I think every Power Automate or Power Platform user should know a bit of Azure. So I'm scaling up on Azure. That's the first thing. 
And the next thing, I'm going ahead and scaling up on Dynamics. Because when you say Dynamics, I do Power Apps, I do Power Automate, but the beneath the hood, there is always CDS, right? And most of the Dynamics, or you can say Dataverse. So yeah, <laughs> so there's Dataverse and Dynamics sits on top of it. So that's what I'm trying to scale up myself. Trying to get wrap my head around Dynamics, do a little bit of development, and the best thing about Power Platform is that you don't have to write a whole lot of code. You just sprinkle code or into your application and then you create new things. So it becomes much easier for me or if any other SharePoint admin or a SharePoint support guy is listening, just remember, try the technology and you will like it. You'll enjoy it. So yes, that's what I'm doing. Dynamics, Azure as of now. Nice. When you say Azure, is there any particular, are you like focusing on things like logic apps or or um, machine learning, cognitive services? What, what area of Azure are you focusing on? I'm focusing mainly on platform as a service. When I say that um, logic apps, Azure automation, uh, Azure functions, web APIs, the reason I'm focusing on that because that can be integrated with Power Platform. And that's where I'm going ahead and learning new things. For example, as I told you, creating custom connectors, etc., etc. And I think even Microsoft and Azure is going into a direction where they're going ahead and investing more and more and inclining towards Power Platform. For example, with I think Visual Studio 2019, you get, and if you create an Azure functions with ASP.NET Core, you directly get a Swagger file or a open API file, which you just export or you put it in your API management and then use it in your Power Platform. So even Microsoft is taking the effort. So why not go ahead and try to go ahead and go hand in hand with Microsoft and do something new? I like it. I like it. Before, uh, you know, before I let you go, Tell me about um, what's your advice to people in the community that look up to you, you know, you've achieved something that they probably want to achieve in their career. What's your recommendations to to other people that, uh, you know, m- might have just recently started in Power Apps and, and or, the, you know, with the Power Platform or, as you say, with the Dynamics products? What's your advice to them around, um, you know, contribution to the community, helping others, and and uh, being a good a good citizen when it comes to you know Microsoft business applications, the community, and adding value uh, to others. So first and foremost, if somebody is starting and wants to get their skills checked before going to the certification, go to the community. That's what I recommend each and every one. Try to answer questions. Try to help people. That is one way where you can go ahead and do a self-assessment, right? And you can check your own skills. Whenever someone goes for an MVP award, I would say don't chase the MVP award. If you love the community and if you love the people and if you go ahead and do the things, for example, blogging, helping the community, you will be recognized. We, I myself, I'm looking at the community and seeing who is going ahead and helping the most. You'll be recognized and you will be awarded. If you love the community, just remember one thing. The community will love you back in 10 times the love that you have given to the community. And that's happened to me. I'm an example sitting here. So anybody who is trying to go ahead and do something, don't chase the award. Just do good things to the community and community will love you back. That's only one thing that I can tell 
the people who are up trying to be an MVP. Clavin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.